Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. We're going to listen to Jenny Mitchell talking to us in a little bit, but first, let's hear a bit of Jenny Mitchell singing to us. woman in colors talking over backyard fences eyebrows raised each time her name comes up born in their daughters you better use your senses cause trouble finds girls in skirts that drink too much trouble finds girls Walking home after midnight Trouble finds girls Singing in a Sunday choir Trouble finds a girl At her own damn kitchen table Trouble finds a girl And calls that girl alive If trouble's gonna fall That's the first bit of Trouble Finds a Girl by Jenny Mitchell, also featuring the beautiful tones of Tammy Nielsen. And we're talking to Jenny because tickets have gone on sale today for the premiere of a new documentary capturing the history of country music in New Zealand's South. Award-winning country singer-songwriter Jenny Mitchell, along with the Dunedin-based filmmakers Scrambler, have produced a film covering five decades of Gore's legendary country music scene which includes interviews with iconic musicians like Linda and Donna Top. And uh, Jenny Mitchell joins us now from RNZ's Wellington studio. Good evening. Thanks for coming in. Kia ora. Thanks so much for having me. This documentary, it sounds really cool. Sounds like, like a, a real authentic love letter to a community that's really close to you. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's the community that I grew up uh, in and it's the community that supported me to pursue music and I definitely wouldn't be making music without being part of the Gore Country Music Club and having all those awesome people around me. So yeah, it's been a real sort of uh, emotional and very rewarding journey. I just love these people and it's a joy to tell their story. How long did it take to make this stocker? It has been a two-year journey and, um, yeah, something I've been thinking about for sort of years before that. But, yeah, it's very exciting that tickets are on sale today. It feels a bit real now, so it's awesome. <laughs> Let's talk a bit about country music. And I, I posited this question at the start of the show. What makes country music country? 
Yeah, that's one of the questions in the documentary. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, more and more the sound of the genre is getting broader and broader. But the sort of main conclusion um, of the people that we interviewed and, and of my opinion is that it is all about the stories and generally has acoustic instruments around it. So that's my official um, <laughs> my official definition. I got lots of responses saying country music is three chords in the truth. Ah, yes. Also agree. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I mean, let's talk a bit of history as well, though, because Country music and gore, you know, um, it's uh, it's like a hand and glove. But why? Why did country music catch on, of all places, in gore? So country music clubs are all around New Zealand, obviously, um, and, and gore wasn't the first one by any means. But there was a group of very, very passionate people just over 50 years ago who went to the Invercargill Country Music Club. Um, Coral McCauley told her husband Max and a bunch of other um, wonderful men to head down and have a listen. And some of them were singers and some of them were just passionate community people. And they went down there and they thought it was awesome. So then they brought that concept back to Gore and held a meeting and started the club. And um, just a year or a couple of years after that is when the New Zealand Gold Guitar Awards started, which mm. is sort of what Gore is famous for. And whenever I say that I'm from Gore, that's what people ask about. So, um, yeah, and, and the rest is history, I guess. Yeah, I guess you, you need a, a community and a sense of momentum to, to sort of to get things rolling. And then hopefully once it's reached a certain sort of... Um, uh, level, then it, it has its own energy, a, a thing like music or a, a, a community music vibe like, like country and gore. Yeah, and one thing that really struck me when I was interviewing, um, especially those key members from the beginning, was them talking about how they just had to sort of dream big because, you know, it didn't exist and they were just making up what the Gold Guitar Awards were. Um, And all they knew is that they wanted to really create a platform that fostered country music and um, it was just decided that the best way to do that was to put on this competition that has launched lots of people's careers and the first winner was um, Patsy Rigg who lots of country fans will remember from back then. Um, And, yeah, it's just amazing seeing how far it's come. And now over 10,000 people come to Gore for that week. It's now a festival. And, yeah, I just I love being part of it and excited to premiere the documentary there this year. You spent much time in Nashville. No, I've never been yet. It's on my list. <laughs> so I um I went to I went to Nashville last last year. I was in America for a wedding, and I went to Nashville. And what, what I loved it. It was a, it was the most amazing place. Uh, and one of the things that I really loved about it was how um it was so country, and it was so country in a really um kind of proud way. Mm. You know, it was the, the boys walking around and their in their shirts with their big belt buckles and their hats and their cowboy boots and, and, and you know, the girls the, the same with the cowboy boots and the cowboy hats. And it was all, it was very sincere and really, um, they really kind of owned it. Country was a really mm. big part of people's lives and identities. And I, I kind of, I mean, is Gore, is Gore similar? Is country music kind <laughs> of, is it, is it a big part of life for people growing up in Gore? It is a huge part of some people's lives. I, um, yeah, I don't think that there's many people who walk around with cowboy hats and boots on. <laughs> no, totally, but they do yeah. the week of the festival, to be fair. And I think, you know, 
um, one sort of conclusion that I came to was that a big reason that country music connected with Gore people so well is because a lot of it is music about the land or, exactly. you know, and that kind of thing. So, and Gore is obviously a rural community and always has been and probably always will be. So I think that is part of why it's so special. And yeah, there's definitely, there are some boots around Gore for sure. <laughs> and they're great. You know, cowboy boots. They, they just, they look yes. terrific. <laughs> Who were some of your musical influences when you were were growing up what was what was playing on the stereo uh the chicks are probably the main one and i listened to a lot of dolly parton Uh, my dad listened to a lot of slim dusty and a lot of hank williams that more sort of traditional um, type of stuff and in new zealand i grew up with a lot of top twins and still Mm. you know what they've done for country music in new zealand and music and you know everyone's life in new zealand is just incredible um and when i got a bit older tammy nielsen who we just heard before singing with me she was a real influence for me and still is the person that i call when i I don't know what to do. Um, so, yeah, we're lucky in New Zealand. There's heaps of, of great inspiration around. She's amazing, Tammy. Yeah, I saw her like a year and a half ago at a, a, a gig in Auckland, and, gee, the voice on that woman's just out of this world. Yes, no, always has been. I'll never forget the first time I saw her, and I think no one no one does. <laughs> yeah. When was the first time you saw her? She was playing in Gore. She was playing at the um, what's now called the Country Music Honours, which is where the APRA Best Country Song is presented, and she was only just fresh in New Zealand at that point, I think, yeah. um, and it was just her and a guitar, and I remember I would have been about nine at the time, and I thought she was pretty cool. <laughs> You're a you're a musical family. Your your two younger twin sisters are also performers. Yes, they are. Yep, um, the Mitchell twins is their duo name, mm-hmm. Megan and Nicola, um, and we've always sung together. They're part of my band, and yeah, Dad is a singer and has always been uh, sort of the reason I think that my whole family, Mum included, were part of the country music club, and that's where a lot of his best friends are and that kind of thing. So that's sort of where our connection to the club began. You know, something special about this documentary, the Country Music Club has a great history, as, you, as you've been talking about, but it also has a very promising future, right? Like, lots of lots of young people are getting involved. Yeah, and I think that is sort of the, the main question. What that we wanted to find out is, A, we wanted to record this incredible history that at the moment, until now, there hasn't really been a lot of recorded history of these people in this story. But my question is what is going to happen in 10 years or 20 years because a lot of the volunteers that work in country music clubs all around New Zealand and um, in Goa are getting older and I think it is you know, a real concern for them that this really precious thing that they've given lots of their life to, um, you know, what's going to happen to it. So I ended up, I won't give away too much, but I ended up feeling very positive and hopeful about that and I'm really excited to see what happens for the next however many years. <laughs> do people ever? I mean, maybe they don't do it to you because you're, you know, you, you do country music. But are people, are people ever sort of like, you know how sometimes people are sort of disparaging or um, or dismissive of country music? Do you ever come across that? I do, and I yeah definitely have. Um, a lot in my life but I think that that is changing more and more all the time like two days ago Beyonce dropped a country song (laughs) so I think that um, we are all on a journey towards um, I guess yeah just understanding how broad country music is and that um, there is something for everybody and artists like Tammy Nielsen and like Marlon Williams as well I think have really pushed that forward here in New Zealand and you know Luke 
Combs, who is a pop country artist from America, sold out Spark Arena at the end of last year. And yeah, I think um, there's a lot of people getting on the country bandwagon, which is very exciting. <laughs> Just got a text in uh, evening, uh, Emil. I went to the gold guitars and core way back, I think it was probably the 80s. And just to name drop, this person says, uh, I met Stella Part and Dolly's sister. I also love Jenny Mitchell's music. That's from Willie. Oh. Okay. Um, tell me this, Jenny. What's the deal with yodeling? Yodeling um, is an amazing thing that I can't do. I wish yeah. I did. One of my sisters can do. Um, and one of our main characters uh, in the film is Max McCauley. And yeah. he was, you know, really famous for yodeling and stillers. And he's got a gold record hanging on his wall um, for most of his songs that had yodeling in them. Um, and there, there was a yodeling section at the Gold Guitars for a long time, which was always a favourite. Um, but yeah, it's not something I've mastered yet. <laughs> I was trying so like. <laughs> I was trying to yodel today yes. uh, because I, I told my, my partner that I was interviewing you and we had a yodeling competition and it's really, really, really hard. Like, <laughs> I, do you get it at all? No, I can't do it. But um, yeah, Max, is he's the master and he teaches people. Um, there actually is a yodeling workshop at the festival in May this year. Um, Tussock Country is the name of the festival in Gore and you can go for an hour. So maybe maybe you and I need to go to that. <laughs> Don't you threaten me with a good time, Jenny Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, look, the premiere is in May for the yes. documentary. Where can people buy tickets to it, please? They can get them. They're on iTicket, um, but the easiest place to find it is at tussockcountry.nz. Um, the tickets have gone on sale 9 o'clock this morning, and already half of the theatre is sold. So if you want to come to the world premiere in Gore, it's a good idea to go and find them. <laughs> and do we know, is it going to be streaming anywhere once it's premiered, or, or where people will be able to watch it? We're still working out that um, part of the process, but definitely know that there's lots of people. Not everybody can be in Gore on May 30th, so we're working on a plan for that. You um, you duetted with, with Tammy on that song that we played just before. Do you have like a, a dream duet partner who's not Tammy, because she'd probably be out there, to record a song with? Hmm... I think if I could actually pick anybody, I think yeah. I would probably die happy if I had a Dolly duet. That would be number one. <laughs> Dolly something else, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bless her. She, um, she's got something special, that's for sure. Hey, Jenny Mitchell, it's been a real delight um, chatting to you this evening. Congrats on the documentary. Um, must be a pretty amazing feeling. I mean, you, you, you're used to producing works of art, I suppose, but, um, but it must be a bit different when it comes to a, a doco. For sure, and the filmmakers, um, Scrambler, who you mentioned, taught me so much along the way, and yeah, it's been awesome to work with them, and we're just so excited that we get to celebrate with the people, you know, the stars of the film in May, so it's going to be lots of fun. The name of it is Capital of Country Music. Jenny Mitchell, thanks so much for coming and chatting to us today. No worries, thank you. Now, Jenny mentioned Max McCauley just then as a champion yodeler. Yodeling. And uh, we're going to play out with some Max McCauley, and I'm very excited to say there is indeed some yodeling in this track. Take me back to the mountains of New Zealand, Switzerland, where the southern Alps reach the sky. They really something grand And no matter 
National, that was Max McCauley with Back to the Mountains. That yodeling is just next level, absolutely incredible.